All right. Let me make sure that we've got everything going here. Good morning, everyone. I am admittedly a little unprepared this morning. Uh, let me see here. Okie doke. I think we're good to go. Looks like we're good. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Uh, today is September 4th. I can't even believe that. That's crazy. Today's September 4th. This is our Sunday morning creative Q&A roundtable. Uh, as always, well, I shouldn't say as always because it's relatively new, but um, we do have the, uh, the chat overlay. So anyone who would uh, like to jump in and ask questions or maybe has a uh, has some comments, suggestions. Uh, if you have any deals, you're welcome to share any of that stuff here on the on the uh, in this live stream. Um, before I get started, let's. If you guys are watching this from the Facebook channel or um, or somewhere else out there uh, where it might be streaming, I would really appreciate it if you could jump over to our uh, our YouTube channel because. We could really use the help on growing that channel. I think right now, I can't, I don't remember exactly how many subscribers we got, but we'd really like to, uh, you know, really like to get in front of as many people as we possibly can. So, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, this morning, I thought we'd talk about, I thought we'd talk about systems a little bit, um, particularly when it comes to acquiring properties. And, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention on that YouTube channel, make sure you hit the notification bell. Uh, that way, you, you know, you get notified, send you a quick email. I think YouTube sends you a quick email whenever we go live. But anyway, uh, systems, let's get back to systems. Uh, particularly when we're talking about acquiring a property um, and really digging down into it, I'm talking about property evaluations, how to... Um, how to be consistent, how to build a system for evaluating properties. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to throw in the, I'm going to throw in the chat here. Let's see. First of all, can somebody, can somebody type hi? I want to make sure that the chat's working. Can somebody in your browser, on your phone, whatever, can you, um, can you uh, say hi or wave at me or, or do something so I know that this thing is, is actually working? If you have the ability. I'm not sure that it's working. Let me see. Tell you what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to post. There we go. We had somebody. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. So what I'm going to do uh, when we're talking about property evaluations, it's all about it's all about repetition. And this is kind of like uh, sort of taking out the, the personal aspect of things. And you kind of, you kind of have to act uh, very much like a, almost like a robot, you know, you, you, with a system, you know, it's something that, that um, there's systems everywhere, by the way, uh, this is just one little small example. Uh, so in a property evaluation, you're going to want to have the you're going to want to have to, you're going to want a template that you follow 
every single time. It's almost like, um, you know, it just needs to become, it's something that's second nature is really what it is. And, and the, the, the template needs to be followed very strictly every single time. So you're not leaving anything out. So what I'm going to do with, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and share right now. I'm going to share my property inspection template with all of you. And you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to make a, a copy of this. Actually, it's going to prompt you to make a copy of it. <clears throat> but there is a, uh, there is a template. You can just click on that link. Uh, I'm told by the social media gods that some of this, this might not show up in some of the, uh, some of the channels we're streaming to. Um, but check back into the, uh, uh, check back in on YouTube. This will be, this will be posted in the comments and on YouTube as well. But essentially, um, let me see if I can share my screen here. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share a tab. There we go. Let me make sure everyone can, I don't know. Can you guys see this? Uh, there it is. Okay, real quick, another quick favor. If you can see my property inspection checklist, um, just uh, can somebody confirm that for me? If you can see my screen, I'm not sure if you can see my screen or not. I can only, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm technically challenged here. Okay, let me try and blow this up a little bit so everyone can, can take a look. All right, so this is a Google Doc. You guys, anyone can uh, anyone have has access to this if you've got a Google account. Um, but essentially, what you're going to see in this is a this is a this is our system for uh, inspecting properties. Every single property that we go out and we look at. This thing gets filled out. I mean, you really, you, especially when it comes to, especially when it comes to, um, you know, if maybe if you're new, uh, this this is going to be super helpful for you because everything that is everything that is listed on this document, almost every property has uh, available to inspect. So, um, what we what I would recommend is that you fill this thing out as completely as possible as completely as you possibly can. Maybe if you're looking at a condo, maybe some of the, some of the, uh, some of the items on this list are not going to apply. Um, also we have different styles of homes throughout the country. You know, if you're out in the Southwest, you're obviously going to have a, uh, you're probably going to have homes that are, uh, that don't have vinyl siding. Cause that, I mean, vinyl siding melts basically in uh, in the desert in Arizona. But, um, but yeah, so you can, you can tailor this to your specific needs. Um, but the, what I want you to understand about this is this, this needs to be a habit that each of you gets into when you go out and inspect a property. You know, a lot of us, and I'm guilty of this as well, but I'll go out, um, maybe there'll be times when I've forgotten this, uh, forgotten this checklist and I'll go out and I'll look at, uh, look at a property and, you know, I come back to, I come back to my, my office and I'm like, well, I, you know. I just can't, you know, I can't store all that stuff up here. I, I just have no way, no real, um, 
I just don't have that kind of mental capacity to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I think, I think especially for new people, if you follow something like this, every single time you take a look at a property, uh, it's going to, it's, it's only, it can only help you. It can only help you in the offers that you make. So just scrolling through this thing real quick, we've got, uh, you know, we've got the grounds, frame, porches, any, if it, you've got porches, the entryways, the hallways, uh, living room, dining room, kitchen. And this is a, this is a pretty extensive list. And uh, a lot of these might not have, you know, a lot of the properties that you look at might not have a lot of these, but I would take a look. I would take a really, really hard look at every single, uh, if it's included on this checklist, make sure you're filling it out. Write yourself some notes about what you see, because I'm telling you a little bit, a li if you miss something even small on here, that it can it can definitely turn into a, a much larger item for, um, for repairs or, you know, if you're wholesaling a property or something like that and you miss something uh, and your buyer goes in and catches it, well, guess what? Your buyer's just going to beat you down, you know. They're gonna they're gonna bring that to the uh, to your attention, and they're they're gonna try to beat you down on your price. So, um, it's just a really good way of um, of keeping track and and doing a proper evaluation on a property. Um, does anybody have any questions about this? Feel free to feel free to post. Post away. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, again, you can you can make this your own. I'm just giving you an example. Uh, I think that's exactly what we did with this with this particular one. We uh, I found something that I that I liked out there, and I really liked the data that it included. So I went ahead and uh, and made it my own. Let's see. All right. So anybody have any questions about this? And again, this is all about this is all about systematizing things, and we're we're super huge on that. I mean, it's um, you can't you can't wing you can wing it for so long, you know. You can, um, but you, but you really can't you really can't move. You really can't. You definitely can't scale. But you can't move forward unless you have systems built. And so uh, so we're we're big on this. This is something we do every at every single. Um, inspection, unless of course I'm, I'm an idiot and I, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't print one off or I'm, I'm in a hurry or something, but the good thing about this, about a property inspection checklist is that once you kind of get the feel and I'm, I'm speaking to kind of some of the newer people, um, some of the newer people that might be on the, on the call today, or maybe some of the people that watch this in the future, but if you're new to inspecting properties, if you're new to this business, you are eventually going to get to a point where, um, where you're going to have a, you know, you, first of all, you're going to have a, a routine when you, when you go on the property or when you're inspecting the property. Uh, and so eventually though, you're going to get to this point where everything is, where, where you just know what to look for especially, uh, especially if you're working in the same areas, you know, I'm, I'm here in St. Louis and I know a particular area. I know when, uh, in any particular area, I know about when those properties were built and how old they are. So I know there's little things that I got to look for based upon the age of the property. 
And so, uh, uh, but I still, I still can't remember all that. So I still like to write it all down. So I, um, I hope this helps you. I, I, you know, I, and I hope whatever channel you're watching through or whatever uh, social media platform you're on, I hope that that link comes up. But like I said, um, I'll go ahead and post it in the, uh, in the comments of this YouTube, uh, of this video. Let's see what else. Anybody have any questions? Anybody don't feel like you have to, uh, uh, stay on this particular subject. If you've got something that maybe you, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're working on a deal or something like that. And you've got a question about that deal, go ahead and post it in the comments there and we will get to it. I promise. And let me see, I've got a couple of things on my list here. Um, let's see. Give me one quick second here. That list is not helping me out because I. There we go. All right. <clears throat> Real quick, guys, I want to mention something. I don't normally use these uh, these these Sunday morning um videos to promote anything, but we do have a, this morning, this morning, I, I'm going to, uh, I probably shouldn't put this out here on YouTube because the problem, problem that we have with, uh, with these types of, uh, offers is that people are going to go back and watch this later down the road. And, uh, that offer is no going to be valid no longer. So, but anyway, we are, we do have a Labor Day. This is Labor Day weekend, 2022. We are having a Labor Day, uh, Labor Day special on the Creative Finance Academy. So uh, if any of you are interested in that, just head over to sub, sub2empire.com, schedule a call with us. We'll be happy to jump on a call uh, and tell you all about it. Um, but let's see here. We've got our, so that's, that actually runs through September 6th. So, uh, you know, we get over there. And if you, if you're interested in the program, uh, go ahead and schedule a call with us. All right. So let's see here. Okay. Got a quick question for everyone. And uh, I heard this question presented and it's, it's such a, it's such a great question. Cause I don't think a lot of people, so I'm actually just kind of repeating some of the words that I, that I heard from this individual. Um, but it's a really great question. For those of you who are interested in building a rental portfolio, or for those of you who, um, you know, I don't know, maybe you are, uh, whatever buy and hold strategy, this is, this is particular to buy and hold. Um, quick question. This is a little quiz. And I'm not sure if there's a quiz builder in this thing or not, but I'm just going to ask you. If we're talking about buy and hold, let's say, let's just say it's rental properties. Which of the following is the largest expense that you're ever going to have when, it, when in regards to rental properties? All right. So what is the largest expense uh, amongst the, this, this, uh, these options that I'm going to give you? Option A, is it repairs? Is that the most expensive part of a uh, maybe? Um, is that the most expensive part uh, uh, aspect of owning rental properties? Is it repairs? Is it financing? B, is it financing? Is financing the most expensive part? Is it C, turnover? Or do you think it's taxes? I would love to hear what everyone has to say. If you can type your answer in the, uh, in the chat there. <clears throat> Excuse me, I forgot my water this morning. 
So regarding rental properties, which of the following is the most expensive? Is it A, repairs, B, financing, C, turnover, or D, taxes? Anyone? All right, I'm going to let that stew for a little bit. We'll come back to it, but I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. What else have we got here? There we go. We're starting to, we got an answer here. I'd say turnover. All right. Anybody else? Let me read that question one more time. In regards to rental properties, which of the following is the most expensive? Is it A, repairs, B, financing, C, turnover, or D, taxes? Take your pick. All right. I don't know who said turnover. I'm not sure who that was, but uh, but you are absolutely correct. Turnover is the absolute it's the it's the largest expense that you are um, that you're going to experience if you own rental properties. Now, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there. We we don't I don't particularly now I own some multifamily buildings, um, and so I, I have to be a landlord. If continually, if tenants continue to leave after year one, there's marketing, there's make ready, absolutely. There's tons of expense when it comes to turnover. Tons and tons and tons. Uh, in fact, if you have somebody leaving after a year, you've probably, I, I can guarantee you, you're going to be underwater. Almost almost guarantee it. I mean, even, uh, you know, you've got, um, let's say that you're making, let's say you're cash flowing something, I don't know, maybe it's four or $500 a month. Well, I mean, that's $4,800 a year. If a tenant leaves after a year and they've, they've maybe they've done some damage, maybe you haven't done your, your due diligence on your on your tenants, and you've got the wrong tenant in there. That can they could easily easily um, cost you just in the repair, just in repairs alone of of, of doing that make ready and getting that property or getting that unit ready again uh, for the next tenant could easily cost you you know in the tens of thousands of dollars depending on how much damage they've done. And that does that's just the repair portion of it. Yeah, you know, you're talking about again. I'm not sure who that was, but uh, you know, you've got a market, you've got to now market for a new tenant. Now you've got to spend your time vetting a new tenant, doing your due diligence on tenants. Uh, so the answer is, is turnover for sure. Turnover is definitely the most expensive. Uh, and so we can talk about ways, uh, really, and, and we, and we really should, we should talk about ways of making sure that you have, uh, you have long-term tenants so you can cash flow that property for a long time. Now we don't, you know, I, I, I talked about the multifamily buildings. Obviously I'm a landlord, um, you know, when it comes to owning multifamily properties, but on my single families, uh, all my single families are seller financed. I don't own a, I don't technically own, uh, although I, I do have legal title to these properties. I don't technically own any of my single family properties because I, I get a, uh, I sell or finance buyers to come in and buy those properties for me. So 
Uh, I can get off on a little bit of a tangent on that. Uh, I just there's a there's a ton of benefit to it. There's definitely some uh, some drawbacks to it as well. Uh, for example, I don't I don't get to take uh, I don't get to take some of the some of the tax benefits that come along with owning real estate because I technically don't own them. I've sold those uh, my single families. I've sold off to uh, sold off to buyers. Um, but so I don't really and the single families I don't really experience a lot of turnover because I you know I bring buyers in. But if we're talking about rental, you know, straight rental properties, getting the right tenant in that property is that is honestly I you know. Everyone talks about buying the property right and you know making sure you get a good deal. All that stuff is is great, but if you get a bad tenant, man, you could quickly, quickly become uh, you could just you could be upside down super fast. I mean, in a year's time, just because of the uh, you know if you get a bad tenant in there, like I said, they go in and destroy the place. Well, you know the cash flow that you got off of it that you that you got out of that tenant while they were there. Um, Boy, it's super, super tough to, to even break even. So you got to be super careful. So, uh, <clears throat> and again, this kind of goes back to systematizing things. So I gave you a property inspection checklist, but what about a a uh, a tenant vetting process or a tenant vetting system? And there's a there's a ton of good material out there. Um, Fortunately for us, we have excellent property management in place, and um, you know we do ultimately get the final say in who our tenants are. But uh, if you if you are going to, um, you know, if you have property management, I mean that could be a, that could be another entire discussion is is vetting the the your property manager because, I mean I mean you got to, you know the saying trust but verify you got to verify everything about. Everyone, every party involved in this in this uh, in this process. So, anyway, that's a that's a great answer, and it is the correct answer. Turnover is definitely the most expensive uh, part of this uh, part of owning rental, rental properties. Does anybody have any questions? I, you know, I'm still sharing my uh, sharing my screen here. There we go. All right. So. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about vetting these tenants. You know, obviously, um, one of the most genius uh, one of the most genius strategies for finding good tenants that I have heard of. Now, this is not my idea, um, but that is actually doing doing uh, property walkthroughs. Meaning, you go meet the tenant at their current residence, and you walk through their property, and you see how they take care of their property. And uh, I mean, personally, I, I don't do that because I have I have uh, property management in place. Uh, but wow, what a great idea, right? You can if you can see how they're living now, uh, and you can see that they're taking care of their their current residents, then uh, obviously, you know that's going to carry over into yours. Also, finding out, figuring out how long they were a tenant at their previous at their. Uh, at their previous rental, right? Or, you know, uh, if they have a history of longevity, then there you go. I mean, you've got uh, you that strike. That's that's ball one, not strike one. They should because they're uh, that is definitely something you you want to be. Uh, is definitely something that can benefit you. Uh, 
also, I mean, we don't credit scores matter. Don't get me wrong. They do matter. Uh, people get in trouble all the time and credit is affected all the time. So, um, you know, we like to have a good credit score. We like to be, you know, 650, 680, somewhere in that range minimal. Um, but we also understand that sometimes people get in trouble. Um, and so that's probably for us a, 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 I mean, let's be honest. If somebody had a 720 credit score or, or whatever, uh, why wouldn't they just go out and buy? So, um, you know, having a minimum credit score as part of your process requiring a minimum credit score is a good idea. Uh, I just don't think it's priority number one because obviously that there are other alternatives if somebody has a, you know, a really great credit score. Um, also, the big one for me is uh, longevity in the employment area. I mean, if somebody's bouncing from job to job every six months, boy, that's a that's a tough that's a tough thing to swallow. I would have a real tough time renting to someone who has jumped from job to job to job. Now, again, things happen in people's lives; totally understandable. Um, so, if there's an explanation on why they're jumping from job to job. Um, you know, and it could be, it could be, be a bad market for, for, you know, uh, could be bad luck for all I know. Um, but I think that the big key to that is, is going to be, um, are they in the same line of work? You know, people tend to, and I was guilty of this, obviously, you know, when I, when I had a W2 job, I was definitely guilty of this. I jumped from job to job because I was chasing money. I was chasing the, the who, you know. And honestly, that's probably not a very good strategy, uh, but I was chasing money. I was chasing who paid the most, but my, my career path or the, my career choice didn't change at all. I was in, I was an IT guy. I was a network guy. So, uh, so yeah, so those four things are, uh, can, can really help you out, but I really love the idea. I really do love the idea of, uh, of going out and, and walking the, the, the prospect's current property. It's a really great idea. Uh, it, you know, if you get out here in the, in the Facebook, uh, Facebook groups and what have you, and all these, uh, these public forums and, you know, you'll see tenants that, uh, cause I, I know people that do this and I see tenants complaining that, you know, that somebody wants to come out and, and, uh, and walk their, their current property or their current, uh, rental and, but they don't like it. And I think, the more the more um, kickback you get, or the more uh, feedback, negative feedback that you get from a tenant about about walking their walking their current property, I mean that just to me that just lowers their lowers their score for, with me uh, instantly. I mean, uh, but again, great idea, and um, you know one of the things that um, if if you are nervous about that, if you're you know maybe on the fence about uh, telling a tenant that, hey, you know, I need to come inspect your your current residence. What you can do is you can uh, you can kind of operate under the guise of, hey, I've got some paperwork I need I need for you to sign or need for you to look over. I want to deliver some paperwork for you, and uh, it's going to require a signature. I'd like to come and visit you, and uh, you know, we can sit down at your kitchen table, and uh, and look over this stuff. And so then you can get a pretty good idea about you know, about how, how well or how 
badly they take care of that property. All right. Okie doke. We've been on for a half an hour. Does anybody have anything that they would like to uh, like to add? They would like to maybe you, like I said, you're welcome to post deals on these. You can um, we can talk about any current deals that you might have. Be happy to uh, to walk through any of that with you. Okay. All right. See what else have I got here? Let me see if there's anything else on my list. Okay, I think that's really. I think that's really going to do it, guys. If nobody has anything, I will go ahead and end this. In um, this call. Um. Oh, last week, last weekend, and uh, on some of the social media platforms, I posted a question out there, and the question is, how do you stand out from every other investor and or wholesaler uh, in your market? And I just want to quickly recommend. I don't know. I'm sure. If, I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard this saying before. Oh, that's definitely a good point. Probably just drive by and learn a lot. Definitely. Um, I don't know. If, are these delayed? I guess they're. I guess they're a little bit delayed. But back to my uh, back to what I was I was saying here. Thought provoking question: How do you stand out from every other investor and wholesaler in your in your market? And um, I was going to ask. I don't know. Maybe everybody's maybe everybody's heard this. Maybe maybe you haven't. But uh, uh, it's something along the lines of I think it's something along the lines of uh, the riches are in the niches. And so, really, we our our entire like my entire business and our entire coaching program revolves around. Uh, I, I don't know any other way to say this, but nichiness is that a word? Nichiness. It revolves around um, doing things just a little bit different from from everyone else. You know, people have this natural, they're naturally inquisitive when it comes to hearing something different. They, a lot of people, especially, I was talking to a seller a couple of weeks ago of a, of a large package of, uh, uh, large package of properties. And I was able to present something to him that he hadn't heard before. He was he was really, really interested in what I had to say. And it's because I, it's because, well, what I, what I kind of built for him was a way that he can benefit now, you know, today and, and grow with, grow with the property in the future. And, um, but it's those little, it's those little things that, that, uh, that I think help, help us stand out. And so, you know, if you're out, if you're out basically just, uh, you know, copying and pasting everything that you do and, and you expect to be able to compete, uh, you know, with with other folks in your market. Um, I mean, it's going to be a little more difficult. It's going to be definitely going to be a longer road for you, for sure. But, um, you know, I think the more you can niche down, the more focused you can get on one particular 
one particular niche or one particular idea and absolutely just, you know, hammer away at that idea until it becomes uh, something that you are so well known about. Um, I kind of, you know, kind of have a little bit of that when it comes to subject to deals here, uh, here in my market. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I just sound, it sounds, it sounds very, it sounds, uh, like I'm being, uh, might sound like I'm being a little bit uh, braggy, I guess, but, but a lot of people know what I do. They know what I do and they know how I can, uh, how I can get people paid, you know, particularly wholesalers. They know how I can get these deals done that, that a lot of folks just can't get done. And so, uh, but that's, that's nichiness, right? That's, that's getting, that's finding something that is, uh, is, is not necessarily very popular maybe, or, it's not something that is widely known and really focusing in on that and making that your thing. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be something that you love, but you know, uh, preferably it will be, but it doesn't have to be. It just has to be something that you can identify and that you are super good at and, uh, and you can run with that. And there's a, there's a lot of money to be made in, in niching down and, and, um, and, uh, building on something that a lot of other people just have, they really just have no knowledge about. So um, I just wanted to bring that up. It was, uh, you know, I think it's something that you need to probably take a really good hard look at. And, um, you know, you can exploit those little, those little things like that, that, like I said, that not a lot of people are doing. And so anyway, that's all I've got on that topic. Um, Niche down, get super focused on one thing, master that one thing, and then and then move on. Okay, all right, folks. Anybody have anything they would like to uh, like to throw in here? I'm gonna take a look at these. Okay. Okay. Well. We have a limited limited participation this week, so uh, not a big deal. But hey, I want to thank you all for joining me again. Um, we are running right now our uh, Labor Day fire sale. By all means, if you are if you're even remotely interested, you just want to find out about it. Go ahead and schedule a call with us at Sub Two Empire. Um, also, um, what else? What else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, that, I was going to say, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, click on the bell. Uh, I would really, in fact, I'd love to see everyone just invite invite their friends to this thing. I want to I want to do this every single week. I want to continue on with this. This is a lot of fun for me. Um, and I am um, happy to take any, any questions, comments, suggestions, uh, deals, deal structuring, any of that stuff. Uh, so... All right, folks. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. We will catch you next week. Take care.